Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one potential ending at a time. Oh my god. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 220, which starts with a few struggled breaths and Frodo finishing his line from yesterday here at the end of all things. And it ends with an eagle yoinking Sam above this (laughs) rock to fly away. Clutching him in his little talons. Right. I wish you all could see the screen grab because it is amazing. <laughs> just Sam's dangling little just, hobbit legs. Blurry eagle feathers and just dangly legs. Two bare little hobbit feet. Oh my god. Just ten toes to the wind. It's so funny. So there is straight up ten seconds of a fade to black in this minute. Yes. They they struggle they're struggling to breathe on this rock. They, they hold each other tight here at the end of all things. The music kind of changes. It fades. It fades to black. It's very much a we're leading into the credits kind of score and yeah. such a long fade. Yeah. I think this is the longest fade to black in the movie of all the endings, quote unquote. I'm pretty sure this is the longest one on purpose. Did they like... Can you imagine if they, if they had ended it actually right ended it here? Elijah Wood and Sean Astin both talk about that. And they uh, they kind of joke that it's kind of, it's like a David Lynch thing. Everything after this is a dream sequence. It's not real. <laughs> it ended here before this fade out. I have never once seen anything directed by David Lynch. I don't know that I have either, actually. Because like Twin Peaks is him, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> um, Eraserhead is him? I no. don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember. I I think that's him. I don't know who that is, actually. I don't even know what that is. Some movie. I don't know. Oh, okay. I just know that it's a thing. Isn't that an anime character? (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? What have I become? (laughs) What have you made me into? (laughs) But yeah, this this minute starts with them just kind of on the rock still. We get a straight up a 10 second fade to black. Yes. It's It gets so quiet before the music starts to come back in. And then off in the distance, while they're just laying seemingly dead on this rock in the lava, mm-hmm. we just barely start to see the silhouettes of eagles. Well, and then we hear them. Yeah. And then we then they become a little clearer. We hear the screech. Yeah. We see Gandalf riding in on Gua here. I actually kind of... Um... I think it's interesting that they come from the right. Yeah, based on our, what we were talking about with Joe forever ago. Well, no, also because I think um, we just, uh, like a Western audience is just looks to the left a yeah. lot. So like the eagles showing up like literally out of nowhere because like- Out of the sun. Yeah, our, our focus in this um, screen, like, because the rock is like- Slightly off center just, to the left. Just left of center. So, like, we're focusing on them. We're focusing on the mountain. And, like, I'm vaguely aware of the sun over here. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, eagles. Eagles. So, I think that's a really cool visual trick. Yeah, this 
this shot of the eagles coming through the sunlight to to get them is apparently based on a John Howe painting mm. that was done before pre-production that Peter Jackson just really liked and had always wanted to do it exactly this way very, since before pre-production. It's really pretty. Yeah, this is a really good evocative image. Yeah, yeah. The the lava flow. It's kind of the opposite of um, because the the four hobbits hiding in the roots of the tree from the Black Rider is John Howe as well, right? Um, I don't remember now if that I'm, was John Howe. I'm or pretty Halloween. sure it's John Howe. It's like it to me. It has like a similar vibe mm. of like I don't know, but like kind of inverted. Like these multiple things are searching for like you know what I mean? Yeah. I get that. I I'm curious why there are three eagles. Uh, don't know. Back up. Did Gandalf expect to perhaps find Gollum among them? I feel like um Gwahir because he's like a the eagle king, right, or whatever. Yeah. Um, he just needs the his... Lord of all eagles. Not to be confused with Shadowfax. Right. Exactly. Dude, what happened to Shadowfax during the battle? I'm sure he's back we there. We never see Shadowfax again. He's committing murder, hunting down orcs. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Yeah, so I feel like Gwahir just needs his buds. Yeah. His kingly escort. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. In my mind, I'm just, huh, there's three of them. Did he expect to find Gollum with the two hobbits? Who did he? Who else did they maybe also, expect like, to find? It doesn't look complete without, like, if you just erase one of them, you know? It doesn't yeah. look... Like, you need the, the, the formation. Not that eagles fly in formation like this. Like that's usually no, because like they're a, solitary creatures. Right, that's, that's like a geese thing, but like that's like a migratory bird thing. Yeah, no, eagles, um, eagles in no way migratory. But I, how does it? Uh, how does it grasp a hobbit? Perhaps by the husk. What? Just the the Monty, That's a Monty Python reference to the sparrow. Oh, oh. How yeah. would it carry a coconut? It grasp it by the husk. Weird. Dude, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Perhaps it carries one betwixt them. <laughs> That's silly. I feel like I don't really have a whole lot to talk about in this minute. I just... Yeah. There's... The, um... That long fade to black is just... Even though it's not actually the end, it is regardless incredibly bold just from a filmmaking perspective. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, can you imagine them just ending it here it's just like credits like what apparently that's another thing peter jackson always wanted to fade to black right here to put ambiguity in it to put ambiguity in it before everything resolves itself why i mean it forces you to sit with the with everything that frodo and sam have gone through that's true it forces you to yeah because if you're you're primed watching a movie that when the fade to black happens, you're going to start organizing your thoughts about what you just saw. Yeah, yeah. And the climax is going to be the first thing that you think about. So this just, this 10 second fade to black forces you to rethink the whole climax again. Well, it's just like, because if, if they had ended the movie here. I think it still would have been good. I feel like there would have been an uproar. Yeah, probably, but... Because that, like, undermines the whole, like, Frodo lives thing, you know? Yeah. But you get a complete movie if you shut the movie off Right, but I'm just like, imagine, if you will. Like... Yeah. It's so ballsy, and it's so... It it feels like he's trolling, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. I've always liked this long fade. I don't. I don't like it. 
it always it's always worked for me because the especially from the perspective of when I first saw this movie mm. and just being interested in how Peter Jackson was going to end the, the trilogy. Yeah. So the first time I saw this, I remember being in the theater and they fade to black and I'm just, wow. Oh, shit. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just. And I, I was I really dug it at the time. Huh. It didn't make me mad. I was just, wow. I mean, what else do you need to show a movie audience? Really? The ring is destroyed. We see that the armies they need of, to come back home. The armies of Mordor are, are shattered. They need to go back home. The the king lives. He's returned. Yeah. Like, like this. Oh, man, I don't know. If I... not for if not for all the other things that we know as like, book readers, if this was just where a movie ended, I would be so mad. I'd be pissed. If just any movie you happen to see ended like this? Yes, because, like, we've been, like, let Sam and Frodo go home. Let them be happy. I don't know. It's just, this has always worked for me. It just, the the multiple endings thing is, like, joked about a lot. Right. But it's always worked for me. And this is, this in particular has always worked for ah, me. Ah, no, man. Like, if they... It, had, makes, it makes you sit in the had, in everything. If they had actually ended the movie here, this would not be my favorite trilogy. Mm. Or, or of the three, like, my favorite. Because it doesn't feel complete. Like, yes, they have vanquished evil. They have cast the thing into the fire. But, like, the whole point of, like, the hero's journey, capital hero's journey. Right. Capital H, capital J. Is they return home fundamentally changed. Right. This does not let that happen. And it's not. It changes the tone of the entire freaking movie. Like, if they had ended this here, like, yes, the world is same, but, like, they don't have a chance to, like, like. I mean, my favorite moment doesn't happen. Your if the, favorite moment? The my friends. You oh. To no one. That doesn't happen if this ends here. Is that your favorite moment? I think it's my favorite individual moment, just in the greater context Out of, all of, of them? the trilogy. Oh wow! I thought it was. just... It's like... not my favorite scene. It's just the that moment just means so much to me in the greater context of the story. Yeah. I yeah, because them ending it here like fundamentally changes all the themes, and I like I'm not about that. Like give give these two a happy ending. I don't think it changes all of the themes. Jesus, like <laughs> let because them... you would still assume that Mary and Pippin return home. Let Aragorn them know... becomes king. Let them know peace. Like again, please. I don't, it leaves a it leaves a lot of ambiguity. Yeah, which, I don't. I don't. Like, which doesn't bother me. I don't like ambig- ambiguous endings. I tend to. I tend to like ambiguous endings uh, as long as I feel like they were uh, executed on well or earned. And this always felt like it was a natural place to end this (sighs) if you were going to do it. If if you wanted to give this, if you wanted to give this story or this movie any kind of ambiguous ending, this is the only place to do it. This story, this story doesn't, it's not served, it's not better served by an ambiguous ending. So, the thing about this to me, and the reason I don't think it, it changes the themes uh, can fundamentally, it, it 
it's a different angle to kind of do to to execute on some of the themes because the theme i think that it still holds true to is that normal people do amazing things and they're often not thanked or acknowledged for it right but that's like (sighs) and that still holds true in an ending like this and i think that's one of the one of the more important themes in the story itself i feel like the last bit is not um something that i've ever latched onto, like the the not being acknowledged for it like yeah in the shire like the hobbits don't care but like the greater mythos of middle earth knows what they did Right, but even then, they're the hobbits aren't remem- remembered uh, terribly in the in the history of the Kingdom of Men going forward. The Book of Westmarch is the one true record of everything that happened with them. Mm. They are largely forgotten. I don't know. I feel like Aragorn would have done his best to be like just a little statue of four hobbits, right? Like these little dudes rock, like. <laughs> Right here at the base of my big old king statue, four little dudes. You know, I feel like he would have made that a priority, especially if Frodo and Sam just died on the mountain. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, there's... there. One of the things that I think is interesting about this story and connects to... um, Connects to one of the things that I really like about... Uh, a one piece which i know you get sick of me talking about whenever it comes up is that most tragedy is a thing of the past and everything in the present is about undoing the tragedy of the past mm. and that's something in stories that i do really like because the only person that's a member of the fellowship the only the only main character that's not a like a supporting member of the the cast outside the fellowship that dies mm-hmm. is boromir right so there's not there's no direct tragedy on the fellowship in that way. Gandalf comes back, mm-hmm. which just makes most tragedy a thing of the past or a thing for people outside of the main narrative. Right. So like them dying here just totally flips that. Uh, but it doesn't feel. The, the thing about this is that it doesn't feel at all unlikely in their circumstances. Right, but I don't watch a fantasy story for like the not unlikely thing to not happen. You I know? mean, it's still it's still pretty fantastical to me, even if they don't make it out of here because of what they just. I did. just feel like because this movie is so full of like hope in the face of like overwhelming odds and and like you know like the triumph of the literal the literal little guy, yeah. you know. So like, I I feel like ending this here would have felt like an emotional slap in the face Mm. to me because I don't watch this movie to be like, wow, look at how much Frodo has struggled. I watch this movie to like get to the end where everyone is happy. It's still that fade to black has still always to me felt like a moment of catharsis. Weirdly, it always has. Yeah, I don't. That's weird. It's, It's always felt like a moment of clarity and catharsis to me in this story. That it's the long, slow breath. Yeah, before the denouement. Yeah. I don't know. I just like the the fade to black's fine. The, okay, the fade to black is fine if they had not done it like three other times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think, they do. They do a couple fade to blacks and one fade to white. Right. Yeah, I feel like 
I would have liked this one better if there weren't like three other ones. Three more coming. Yeah. Um, but I'm just kind of like hung up on like ending it here, you know? Mm. So. I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things. And it's not that I don't, it's not that I want grimmer or yeah, I don't more care about pessimistic grim. things. I don't want grim, dark Lord of the Rings. I'm, I'm over kind of grimmer fantasy in general. Yeah. Unless it's something that I find particularly exceptional. I'm just like, okay, this is cool. But for the most part, I just I just want stories to be optimistic. Yes, exactly. So like ending it here would suck. But this but this in particular has never bothered me, and I don't know if that's a holdover from just different tastes that I had at the time and and the feeling I had when I saw this originally. And it was just wow, that's bold. Mm-hmm. And just I don't know the, the when I when I when I break down what happens if you end this movie here, it's just it. It's literally never bothered me. It's just, it would just be a way to end this movie that forces, that forces the audience to, to reckon with everything they just saw to kind of bring them, bring themselves into this ending. And those sorts of things don't tend to bother me. Mm. And I mean, that's, that's, that's really common in, um, in a lot of, a lot of older anime I've seen. They have like really ambiguous endings. Yeah. See, I don't like that. There's lots of... And not just that either. Like, video games do it, too. I'm very much, uh, like... And they lived happily ever after. Yeah. Um, For certain stories. Like, if I... like Right, like, like if, I, if I turn on Return of the King... Yeah. I do it to, like... Well, cry about the strawberries. But, like... Also, like, I do it to, like feel better right and ending this here does not make me feel better right but even even tolkien didn't want people to just feel all better at the end of this story yeah, he wanted that's you why to he's like oh scouring of the shire like the, the scouring <laughs> of the shire is supposed to be reckoning with the way that war touches everyone's right. life but that yeah and that holds true to the themes of the book but like the scouring of the shire can't happen if half of the group right. dies yeah, the, you have to return home in order to reckon with with what the, the 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 yeah you have to return home first. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just you know to to clarify, I think it's better the way that it is, but I don't think it would be. I don't think it would have been terrible to end it here. God, I would have been so especially mad. especially in the the time period that this came out. I don't think it it would have been seen as like kind of bold. See, but I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have really. I don't feel ruined like, the overall commercial success of these. I don't feel like it would have as much staying power, um, if it ended here, mm. because that is like, I don't know. It's it's the more, it feels more cynical to me. Mm. And I, again, I don't. I don't want to watch. A, a movie, uh, like a, a like a high fantasy movie, that has like c- like cynic like real world cynicism in it. Just kind of stuck in there. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm about. And that's what Denethor is. Yeah, but Denethor works because Denethor is like, I don't know. Not I mean. I mean there there's there's real cynicism in the whole depiction right, of Gondor. Right. No, I know, but like, 
the whole point is that Gondor is restored. Right. We don't see any of that if if we end that here. We don't You just you fill it in yourself. Aragorn's fine. How do you know? It's not explicitly in the text of the movie. You fill it in yourself. That's not what the that's not what that's for. Like No. <laughs> I don't know. It that just... okay, that makes like can we never see like the last the last shot of the fellowship is them despairing because Frodo and Sam die. The last thing we see of Eowyn and Faramir is talking about like like hope above um, uh, like in this like terrible like grim like literal shadow of war and we never see them happy. Screw that. I'm so angry right now. Are you kidding me? The last thing we see of Pippin is him crying over his dead cousin. I think not, sir. All right. All right. Like, no. No. Like, you can't just end it here. It. I, I do think it's better the way it is, but it wouldn't. Right. I don't think it really would have bothered me I all think, that much. I feel like you're lying. I feel like you're lying to yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I mean... I like a lot of cynical movies. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not into that. And if I, just... I wanted, if I wanted that, I would literally just go on Twitter. Like, <laughs> I would just go on Facebook or like watch the news. I don't want that. I want hobbits being happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I'm. It's you know? better the way it is. I just. And I feel like I would not love these as much as I do, and I feel like a lot of people would not love them as much as they do mm. if they ended it here. I mean, big, big old book fans would absolutely have hated it. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, there would have but been an uproar. There was a, I mean, there was a lot of complaining from book fans when these movies are coming oh, out know, originally. Oh, I know, but anyway. like, I feel like it's just like splitting hairs. Mm. It's just like, oh, there's no Tom Bombadil. What, what does Tom Bombadil serve for the greater? Oh no, 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 this? no. There were, there were uh, pushing their pushing their glasses up their nose. Uh, people that were just mad about any character getting a line that originally belonged to a different character. All oh, kinds yeah. Of stuff. See, no, that's like, that's petty nonsense. Like, whatever. I expect that. I was, <laughs> In adaptations? I like, was, come on. I was a member. I was, I was like 12 and I, you know, <laughs> I was just like, well, you know, whatever. Um, but about other adaptations um, at the time in a similar fantasy series that I don't want to mention anymore but like yeah no i um i'm not about that life so like whatever but this would have been i feel like a very uh egregious departure from the original Mm. um work i guess i also just don't feel it's as it's actually all that cynical they die they don't go home. I'm sorry, microphone. I'm yelling at you, but like, <laughs> they have to go home. They have to go to the Shire again. They have to. Uh, yeah. And you like, even if they did die here, like we don't get like the Fellowship mourning them. Like, we don't See, get it, the. We don't get like a like a. Like an Iron Man funeral. Yeah. An Iron Man <laughs> But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, 
no, that is really cynical to me because like they have literally saved the world and like they have carried the weight of this evil evil thing for so long and then for them to just not be recognized for it or in a way that the audience is also privy to mm. that is that sucks i'm so mad two I'm days sorry. in a row I'm sorry let them kiss let them go home god damn it together Oh my god. <laughs> you did this. I guess. It wouldn't be that bad. You're a liar. I think you're lying to yourself in your heart. I don't think I am. I think you're in denial. Nah. Yeah. Nah. These movies would not feel like a hug. I don't know. They would not. They just straight up would not. Maybe they wouldn't feel like a hug, but I still think they'd be good. I, I like these because it feels like a hug. Well, Ian McKellen's coming to... To make sure that yes, he is. Frodo and Sam get Thank eagle God. hugs. Are you lying to yourself? <laughs> I don't think I have very much to say about this minute. Like twenty minutes later. Well, I mean, it's both. I don't. I do didn't you, really. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying, though? Like the whole point of, especially when like people rediscover these, like the whole Frodo lives thing. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. I mean, Frodo Lives is from the, the 70s. Right. These yeah. came out not in the 70s. Yeah, in the, the 50s. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, when people rediscovered them in the 70s and people yeah. were just like, oh, yeah, Frodo Lives. Like, that's revolutionary, mm. I think. Um, Because, like, what, the 70s was, like, what, like, Vietnam? Yeah. And, like... People are dying right and left, and 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 there's a war, and it's, I mean, like I'm speaking as an like an American, um, but like that, and like they they win through the power of friendship and love and and camaraderie, like that's revolutionary. They have to go home. Let them go home. Let them be happy. And like a similar thing now, like let them go home. <laughs> let them be happy. You know? Yeah. Because, like, especially in the the years right after 9-11, like, there's all this grimdark nonsense, you know? And which still yeah. hasn't gone away. Looking at you, DC. Um, <laughs> it's gotten better. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Yeah. Shazam and, and Wonder Woman. And we haven't seen Aquaman yet, but, like, but... Like, that whole stretch of, like, the early 2000s to, like, the early 2010s, you Oh, know? The, and the, the Grimdark movement in fantasy started in the mid-90s, really. Right, but, like, everything... Everything was gritty in the 90s. Yeah. But, like, these weren't... These didn't come out in the 90s. They came out, like, post-9-11. Yeah. So, like, for this to come out in that climate, the, um, the socio... Uh, Political climate? Yeah, and, like, the cultural climate um where it's just like oh there's a there's a war and like we expect them to like die and then they never see each like they never see their family again or whatever and it's just like a noble sacrifice no let them go home let them be happy let them be gay <laughs> <laughs> there i said it oh my god all right you're lying to yourself norman okay 
You started this. Hey, it's it's okay. They it's would okay. not. They. I don't think they would resonate as well if it mm. ended there because people are just like this. This movies. These movies feel like a big hug. At the end of the day, it's a big warm hug, with like. After getting all them scrapes and, and bruises. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, they're better this way, undoubtedly. Yeah, but like. I don't think it would bother me. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't think it would make me hate the movie at all. It still would be a movie I enjoyed. Um, Probably still a lot. Plus, I like the um, the parallel of the eagles coming to to deliver Frodo out of a fiery mess um, because that happens to Bilbo. Yeah, kind of. They don't literally carry Bilbo out of the Battle of Five Armies. No, I know, but I'm talking about, like, um, aren't the... Is that a movie thing? No, the eagles show up to, to save everyone at the right. Battle of Five Armies. Oh, oh, not Battle of Five Armies. I'm talking about the first time the eagles come back. Oh, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and... Grove of Trees is on fire, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I don't care about the Battle of Five Armies. Bilbo's asleep for the whole time. <laughs> He's conked on the head and out he goes. Right. But I'm talking about specifically the first time mm. where they're like stuck and, and they're trapped and then yeah, and the eagles the save eagles them. Come. Yeah. Because there has to be one thing with the eagles in the story early on as a right. seed right. for the fact that they're going to save the right. day later. Right. Yeah. But I like the, <laughs> in this trilogy I like, that's in the first movie and it's just with Gandalf. I like the ties in and the parallels um, between Bilbo's journey and Frodo's journey because Bilbo was a ring bearer whether he was aware of it or not. Right. Whether Tolkien was aware of it or not. Right, yeah. So because we got the the trolls and, you know, and like Sam is so um like Sam and and Frodo like grew up on those stories. Yeah. So like and even with Pippin, like the eagles are coming. Like Yeah. That's important to the thing so i like the parallel of the eagles just being like swoop grasped and then like you know they because <laughs> like bilbo was like you know almost roasted so yeah out of the frying pan and into the fire yeah 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 you know it's lava this time these are some heat resistant eagles you need some heat resistant hobbits yeah <laughs> well i think that's why they finally passed out because they're just like I'm gonna. I'm exhausted. It's fire it's, and sulfur it's and too smoke. Hot. We're just gonna die here. Like they would have died. They would have died of asphyxiation long before they burned to yeah. death up there. What does Boromir say? Just a poisonous. Whatever. The, the air is a is a poisonous fume. Yes. Yeah. The very air you breathe. Not with ten thousand men could you do this, but perhaps the two hobbits. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> We're from the website DuelingGenre.com, where you can find yes, a whole bunch of are. other podcasts. But if you're just looking for more Movies by Minutes podcasts, you can go to MoviesByMinutes.com to find a index of all the currently running and completed Movies by Minutes podcasts. We are soon to be in the second category. Oh, my God. Completed. Dude. Yes. Fake ending number one. Fake ending one. Holy moly. Number one. I think there are four fade-outs. Holy guacamole. Yeah, I think there are four. I think there are three more. I always lose track. Before the credits. Let's, uh, we'll keep track. Yes. Number one. We got a tally mark on it. And we'll be back next week 
to keep talking about uh, the the Eagles. Yeah. We're going to get a weird floaty sequence on Monday. Um the Anyway, we'll get to it next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Next week's going to be a good week. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll be back next week. Everyone have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.